You're listening to Wealthy-esque. We are a community of lawyers who believe that true wealth is having control of our time. I'm Ro Thomas, and as a busy wife, mom, and former big law associate, I know all too well the tension between the culture of the legal profession and pretty much everything else you want to do in life. That's why each week I'm bringing you the information and tools you need to improve your money mindset and manage your money to create true wealth. Because ultimately, it's not about the money. It's about the freedom and flexibility the money affords. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I hope you're doing well and having an amazing day so far. So you may have noticed this episode is a little longer than what you're used to. I have a special treat for you. I'm bringing you a conversation with my client, Dr. Tony Ann Mayembe. Tony Ann and I worked together last year, and at that time, she had me on her podcast, Real Happy Mom, to share the things she was learning from me with her audience. Well, she reached back out to me to do an update episode on all she was able to accomplish during our time together, and she has graciously allowed me to share it with you. Tony Ann paid off all of her credit card debt, which was over $20,000, and she started paying down her multi-six-figure student loan debt, all without sacrificing her quality of life. I am so, so proud of the work she's done, and I'm excited to share her story with you. So let's dive in. All right. So we got Ro back on the podcast. I'm super excited because I absolutely love and adore you, Ro. And this is like going to be so much fun because we are like already getting into like some of the updates of things that have happened. And if you're just tuning in, you're like, who's this Ro girl? Like, let me tell you. So if you go back, go back a little bit to episode 123, I did an episode with Ro and we talked a lot about some of the tips on improving your finances. And she helped me out a ton. She was my money coach and helped me to pay off all of my credit cards. And Ro, I didn't tell you this, um, but um, all credit cards are paid off. Now I'm working on paying off the car because when I was with yes. Ro, <laughs> funny story, I was like, um, Ro, I need a new car. She's like, okay, like, what do you want? What are you thinking about getting? And I'm like, um, I need a car that's reliable and safe. So I'm getting a 2020 um, Ford Mustang. She was like, um, burr, like what? Right. <laughs> it's like, I need it to be reliable and safe because you know I have kids. And I was like, no, no, that car was for me. And let me tell you, Ro, like every day I get in that car, I'm like, I love you. Like I love my life. Okay. So I am very I happy that. about that purchase. And I do not have a problem paying that car note every month because I love that car. But anyways, <laughs> in that episode, we talked about a lot of things. Ro has really helped me with some breakthroughs. I really wanted to bring her back to get an update on not only myself, but also on Ro and what she's doing. So Ro, Welcome back to the podcast. Excited to have you. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It is such a pleasure to be back with you. Always fun to chat with you on or off air. Yes, yes, yes. And I love talking to you. And um, well, really, it's just been like, I just feel like such a weight lifted off of me because I was telling you before I hit record that um, I remember during our conversations and when we had meet, when you were actually coaching me, how... I got to a point where I was actually getting mad at you. And I'm like, bro, I can't do this. Like, this is not, I, it's not even possible. Like you're telling me I can do all these things. And then when you're like, Tony, and like, look at the numbers, like, look, you got this much money left. And I'm like, oh yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> so I'm just that is wondering, very common. I'm wondering like, common. is it just me? Is it just me? No, Please tell me not. it's not just you at all. It's very common. 
people, you know, get mad and you know, they get all emotional and all of that because money is such an emotional topic for so many of us. I don't take it personally. You know, you can be mad at me if you want to. And then you go and think about it and it's like, oh yeah, actually I see her point. And then you come back and we can work through it. Right. Yes. So yeah, I think the numbers don't lie. And it's so funny that you said that because I recently did an episode called the math and the drama. It's a concept that my coach talks about a lot where we have the math of things, right? Like how this breaks down, you know, how many months or years or whatever you have to pay for something and actually how much it costs. And then the drama being like your thoughts about it. I can't do this. It's too much. I can't, you know, all of that. And so that happens a lot because money is this emotional topic for us. So you are not alone in that at all. It happens all the time and I don't take it personally. I'm so glad you don't because it was, it was a couple sessions. I'm not going to lie to you, Ro. <laughs> it was like two or three. I was like, I don't like you, Ro. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to like me as long as you're getting the results that you came for. Yes. And I did. I absolutely did. So um, when I re- worked with Ro, we had broke down my goals and Really, I had a ton of credit card debt because I went through a period where I pretty much was living off my credit cards. I'm going to just be real with you and accumulated. Oh, gosh, it was like 20, almost $30,000 in credit cards. And I just in my mind, I was thinking I was like, I can't pay all that off. And then on top of that, I had all these student loans. And I just remember coming to you road thinking like this number is so big, like I literally would just like have panic attacks, like just thinking about it. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. So what I would do is I would just like ignore it and pretend like it don't exist. And my rich uncle is going to come and give me an inheritance and it's all going to go away, but it never happened. So finally I get to a point where I was like, I have to deal with this. Like I have to. And that is when you and I started working together and I got some clarity. So um, I know it was a lot that we went through, but I don't know if it was anything that stood out to you the most when we were working together, as far as like breaking down the goals and things like that, that you remember, because I have a couple of things, but I just wanted to see if you remembered anything. Well, the biggest thing, I think you already kind of touched on it, but it was the thoughts that you had about like, oh, it's just so much. I can't do this. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, girl, I'm looking at this. And if I divide it out, it's this much, like you can do this. And so, you know, you always had that like, I can't do this. Are you crazy? You know, that kind of reaction when we talked about things, but I'm so glad that we were able to kind of strip away all of that and like help you work through those limiting beliefs because it was 100% doable for you. And I knew that you could do it. And you just needed, I think, someone to believe in you and to help you build that belief in yourself. Yes. Yes. Totally. Totally agree with that. Cause I, I will tell you this, bro, like since we, we, um, had all of our sessions like I've really been reading a lot of books about um, financial literacy and you know just trying to better myself and like how not only to pay off the debt part because I worked with you on that part but next step is like the investments and the wealth and things like that and a lot of it all goes back to that mindset and it's crazy how you can have everything all together but if your mindset is off it can really sabotage like everything and I know that that was like my biggest thing and so in a lot of the books that I've been reading some of the authors will share their stories and they'll share like you know a lot of their um, past and how it like comes up for them as an adult 
And um, I think we talked about this too, Ro. And I was telling you how, um, you know, being a first generation American and seeing my parents struggle and, um, you know, just seeing how things weren't always easy. And then when things did get good, um, my dad ended up, um, his job ended up downsizing. So then we went right back to like it not being so good anymore. So even though like as a professional, I'm making good money, I'm making more than what my parents were making. Like in, in my mind, I'm still back when I was like nine years old. Like my mind is still like, nope, we don't got it. I can't do it, can't do it. But yet homegirl over here is doing DoorDash all the time. <laughs> So just really quick, just talk to us about this mindset and how important it is um, to get that under control. Yeah. I mean, mindset is everything. And to your point, you know, the way that you grew up can play out in the way that you manage your finances as an adult. And when you are like, especially for those of us who are maybe the first in our families to be professionals, right, to make the kind of money that we make, I see it play out one of two ways. So either it's you know, oh, I've never had anything, so I'm going to ball out and do all the things. Or it's, I've never had anything, so I can't spend anything. I don't have it, even though I clearly have, you know, this money here. And when we are, you know, having those kinds of thoughts about, like, you know, our money not being enough or about things, you know, being too expensive or our debt being too big or whatever, like that mindset will hinder you from actually taking the actions, the steps that you need to take to get the results that you want, make the kind of progress that you want. And so for you, especially like you were saying, you make good money and you were like, this debt is just too much. I don't know how I'm ever going to do this. And so then it's easier to avoid that piece, but then spend on these other things that feel good, right? Going out to eat or things like that. And I think for a lot of us, we avoid our finances because it feels uncomfortable and because we've you know, been socialized not to talk about it. And so we think, oh, if I just don't think about it, then it'll be fine. It'll all figure it itself out. And that's not how it works. Like you've got to take that step and look at that. Then once you get that under control, you'll be able to do the things that you want to do and reach the goals that you have for your money. Yeah, Rose. So mindset is like something that I didn't realize was a real issue for me until you started asking me the questions. So um, I'm glad that you brought all of those points up because I noticed that with another friend of mine who um, we're both in similar um, spaces, but I think she's the opposite of what you're describing of me. And um, I just really just was like laughing. I'm like, girl, like, you're good. You got this. But it's the same thing about myself. Like, I didn't even believe it in myself that, oh, yeah, girl. Yeah, you got this. Like, no, I, I didn't. I really was feeling um, pretty defeated. But those questions that you asked me were so, so, so good. So I don't know if you remember any other questions, but I remember um, when in particular you're asking me, you know, about my childhood and past experiences. And that's when I started to dig a little bit deeper because um I, I learned um, from listening to, I forgot who it was, but they were um, talking about how you can like ask yourself more questions to get, you know, past the surface level. Like, so when um, I would say like, oh no, I can't ever like pay all this, this off. And they would say why. And I would be like, oh, cause it's just like a huge number. It's like too big. And I'm like, and then they would say why again. And I'll be like, because um, what did I say? Because um, I, I don't make that much money. And they would ask why again. And I would be like, 
um, because I'm not making so much as so-and-so. So like in my mind, I started to see like, I'm really like focused on other people and other things and not really myself. And so those were some of the things that kind of helped trigger me to really start looking at my mindset and the things that I was thinking so that I could get back on the right path. But um, like I said, questions that you asked, you were really, really good at those. I don't know if you remember any of them, but they were really, really good. Um, that helped me to get past that surface level. Yeah, I don't remember specifics from our sessions, but I know like with you and the way that you were viewing the money, like it was clear that there was something that maybe you had been taught or you had learned. And so that's probably why I asked you about like your childhood and like your first experiences with money and things like that. But that question that you asked, like why, that is so good because a lot of times we just say things and it's like the brain's first reaction, that automatic reaction. And we don't really know why and don't question it. And so when you ask why, or another one that I ask a lot is like, is that true? You know, people will say things like, it's just so matter of fact. It's like, is that true? And then when they think about it, it's like, oh, maybe not actually. Oh, yes. So, yeah. (laughs) So all of the, the questions are really about helping you to examine your thoughts because most of the time we are, you know, we're just saying things, we're just thinking and not really questioning those thoughts. And often we are operating from a set of beliefs that aren't true, right? And so when you can question it and start to chip away at it, then you can change it and start to change the way that you manage your money. Yes. And is that true? Came up a lot when we talked, especially when we talked about the car. Yes. (laughs) I remember in particular, I was, I don't remember how it came up, but I was like, oh no, I don't know if I really deserve it or something about me not deserving it. And you're like, is that true? And I was like, well, I heard someone say, you know, that you should, it's not what you deserve. It's what you earn kind of thing. You're like, but is that true? And I was like, no, it's not. Like, I do deserve this. <laughs> I work my butt off. Like, I deserve nice things. Um, So <laughs> that one was a big one, too, because I really could talk myself almost out of all the things um, that we had going on. So, yes, is that true? Is one of my favorite questions that you asked. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of times, like, we will, especially, like, when you are a mom, right? Because I know that your listeners are moms. Like we will almost put ourselves on the back burner for everybody else. And so that is something to to think about as well. Like if you are always buying everything for everybody else, or a lot of us, it's time, right? Spending time doing all the things for everybody else and never making time for ourselves. Like just question that. Like, oh, I have to do this because my kids need it. Was that true? Do they really, or can they do that by themselves? And you can take that time and use it for yourself, right? Yes, yes, that one, that one is huge. And um, the other big thing that I wanted to point out that I remember too, before I lose it, because this one was a good one, was when you were helping me with getting on board with my husband on some of our goals that we had. Um, and when I sat down with him, because you like told me to ask, like, you know, like, what are some things that he wants to do? What are some of the things that um, 
what's most valuable to him, like in, in life and the things that we do as a family. And I was like shocked. I was like, bro, like you, you don't care about all this stuff. Like you really just want to, you know, do this. And so that was another big thing, like really sitting down and asking the questions and really hearing the responses so that we could get on the same page. But um, the other thing too, bro, not only getting on the same page with him, but also being confident in myself, knowing that I can make good decisions um, and him seeing that I make good decisions with money because I remember one day when I paid off some I paid off something and uh, oh it was one of um because I had consolidated one of um the credit cards um because the interest rate was lower another tip that I learned from Ro make sure your interest rates are nice and so I had got this really great deal from my bank um so I um switched over or transferred the balance from one credit card over to um a personal loan so that I could get a better interest rate and then not pay so much in interest. Anyways, got a card that said, congratulations, your loan is now paid off. And my husband saw it and he was like, what's this? And I'm like, oh yeah, I was just like paid off some stuff. And he was like, oh, and I could just see him being like, okay, like you got it. And then yes. he saw another letter come in when I, um, cause I think I was telling you, like, I didn't want to look at my, um, my, uh, my student loan balances because I was like, oh my God, it's just too much row. And then when I looked, it was like one that was like super low. Like I could pay it off in like a month. So I paid it off <laughs> and I got another letter that was like, congratulations, you paid off your loan. And I showed yes. it to my husband again. And he was like, oh, okay. So like now he like, don't ask me no questions, bro. Like none. He's like, she got it. She's doing her thing, which is great that he has all this confidence in me and I have confidence in myself. But then sometimes like, you know, I get a little crazy with Amazon during Black Friday and them lightning deals. And so I have to remind myself, like, you're good with money. You're not going to do all these little things and just, you know, throw it, throw it all away after you spend all this time at row. But I think that was another big one is having confidence in myself. And then my husband seeing, you know, that I, I can, I got it and I'm handling it very well. Yeah. I mean, and even the way that you said, like, I'm good with money, right? Because mm -hmm. so often we don't believe that. We tell ourselves the exact opposite. We tell ourselves that, oh, I'm bad with money or I don't know how to do this, right? But no, I'm good with money. Or if you can't get there, right? Like if you're listening, you're like, but I'm not good with money, bro. You really don't know. I'm learning to be good with money, right? You're listening to this. You can read books. You can listen to other podcasts that talk about finances, all of that. And you can learn. And when you believe I'm learning to be good with money or I'm good with money, then you're going to have a completely different emotional reaction to that. And it's going to fuel different steps than if you're telling yourself, I suck at this. I'm never going to get this. I'm never going to be able to pay it off. And you're feeling all defeated and hopeless. And then you're like, oh, well, let me just go watch Netflix and I'm not going to look at my finances. Right. So I love that. And then your confidence is like radiating and your husband is like, oh, well, look at here, right? Like you're doing all these things, you're taking all these steps. And he's like, okay, yeah, she's got it. Yes, yes. And now he like goes to me and asks me questions. And I'm like, like, I'm not a financial expert now. <laughs> I just paid Come off a on, couple of things. <laughs> you are, you are the expert of your finances, ma'am. <laughs> yes, yes. But it, it definitely has shifted things a lot because um, one book that I will go ahead and talk about that I read um, is The Millionaires by Jill Tanker. And she shares her story about um, how she pretty much didn't want for anything. She had everything she wanted and more. And then um, she went from that to her parents losing everything. Um, and 
I remember specifically in that book, like when it, it really hit me when she was like, she asked her mom, like, well, what happened? Like, where did all the money go? Like, what, do we have a savings? Do we have something? And the mom was like, well, your dad thought and your dad said, and everything was the dad. Like her mother didn't have the confidence in herself in making those decisions. And I was like, no, 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 that is not going to be me. Cause I saw how that could happen. And I think is a lot of times um, as moms and as women, like we really kind of play ourselves down thinking like, oh, no, I'll just depend on my husband to to do it. Like he's smarter. He he can handle it better. Like, trust me, like <laughs> we we as women, we have this. I believe that we can see and and we know things that. I just can't even explain way better than men do. So I've definitely been making sure that that doesn't happen um, where I'm just solely dependent on my husband. God, I love him, but I don't want to be solely dependent on his decision-making on our finances as a whole. Yeah. And I think a lot of that, again, goes back to our society and the way that those of us socialized as women are taught and that even implicit messages that we receive. Like I was having a conversation with somebody recently about the way there was some study or something that talked about the way the media talks to men about money versus women about money. And for men, it's about, you know, taking risks and how to build wealth and all of that. And then the messages that are directed at women are about clipping coupons and saving and, you know, getting deals and things like that, where it's, it's all about like, oh, you spend too much. Like you should do these things that you can do to save. And for men, it's about, oh, here's how you grow your money and all of that. So like you get it or we all get it from all sides, probably from the time that we are born, right? And then especially if you've got parents who've bought into those messages, like the woman, you know, in this book was talking about her mom, like it, it happens. And so being able to be intentional and take those steps to step outside of that and say, no, I don't want that to be me. I'm going to educate myself. It's huge. Yes. Yes. And now my husband is like completely annoyed because every day I come home and be like, babe, we're going to do cryptocurrency. Babe, we're going to invest in the oil well. Like, babe, like I'm always coming in with new things that we're going to do. He's like, lady, calm down. Like just pick one thing. Like you're doing too much, but right. he's really <laughs> excited for me because like I, I've gotten him like super pumped because, um, he's really been wanting to get into real estate. And another thing, mindset, I watched my parents deal with real estate and, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm traumatized by some of the things that they went to, went through, um, because it was those tenants that they had were just absolutely terrible and just disgusting. And so I was like, I would never do real estate. And now I'm about to get in it because my husband is like all about it. So I just think it's funny how like, I've been like getting him super pumped, but what I'm really pumped and I really want to talk about here, Ro, is you and your progress because things have changed since the last time we um, talked on the podcast and being that, um, the status with where you're working now. Um, so I wanted you to share a little bit about that. Yeah. So last time I was on the show, I was still practicing law. I am an attorney. I practiced for seven years, but as of September, I am no longer practicing and I'm coaching full-time, which has been really fun. Yes. And I was like, so happy when I saw Ro finally being like, yep, today's my last day. I was like, oh my goodness. I'm like super, super pumped because um, another post that you did wrote, and I want to talk about this because um, of course me, I'm over here celebrating with Ro and like super excited. And of course, you know, 
there's always gonna be some haters like wherever you go and I remember um you have pointed out that you know some people were like oh well she can do that because her husband you know is you know has money and can take care of things or oh I I could never do that you know she can do it because of xyz like kind of downplaying the success in the the huge moment you had and I'll be honest with like when I heard about it bro I was mad I was like where them girls at let me get them bro because I was like don't be coming at row like that <laughs> okay <laughs> first of all and then second of all I'm like can we please just celebrate with someone like just be happy for someone but then I realized bro like a lot of what those um comments were coming from were from their own insecurities so I wanted you exactly. to talk about that yeah no exactly and that's why I didn't take offense and that's why I made I think you're talking about the video that I made about using other people's mm-hmm. success against yourself yes yeah I know that it's coming from their own limiting beliefs, believing that they can't do it, believing that the only way that you can do it is if, you know, you're married or if your spouse makes money or whatever the case may be. And when you're thinking that way and looking at what someone else has done as, you know, something impossible for you, then you're never going to even try versus, okay, this person has done this thing. It's possible Now, let me see how I can do that. And when you ask yourself questions like how or why, like we talked about earlier, you get like you open your brain up, right? To, okay, let me get into problem solving mode here. How can this be possible for me as well? And that's so much more useful than looking and saying, oh, well, that's not possible for me because of insert whatever reason here. Yes, bro. And and the other thing that that you share that I wanted, you kind of like kind of skipped over this part when you're talking about, oh, yeah, I went from full time law to practice or doing coaching full time. And I'm like, yeah, but you forgot to mention how you paid off all of this debt, too, because that was like the inspirational part. <laughs> like you skipped over that. Yeah, you didn't ask me that part. You okay, asked me okay. about the transition from yeah, work. Yeah, so well, I, like, I thought we were going to question. Well, yeah, you did. But part of that too, because and the reason why you're able to transition into coaching too, was because you're able to not have all these, you know, student loans and things like that, because you pay all that stuff down. Yes, exactly. So, you know, for those who maybe didn't hear the initial episode, I actually don't know how much we went into my story the first time, but about five years ago now, we had our first son. And looked and realized that we had $670,000 of debt. I was looking at like, oh, could I do some sort of part-time schedule to be with the baby? And it was like, oh, actually, bank account says no. And so went on back to work. But my husband and I went to work on figuring out how to pay off debt because that was really the reason that we weren't going to be able to live our lives the way that we wanted to. And so, you know, when we looked at that, We decided that we were going to work on paying off the debt. We ended up paying off all but our mortgage. So the debt consisted of about $200,000 or so on a mortgage, uh, like $10,000 on a car loan, and then the rest was student loans. And when we were looking at, okay, how do you pay off debt, right? We found all of these people who were like retiring early and you know, paying off their houses in five years and all of that. So like going back to, you know, the post that you talked about, that video that I made, like if we had looked at those people and said like, oh yeah, well, it's easy for you to do that because blah, 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 we would have never even tried, but we were like, okay, well, if they can do it, then we can do it too, right? It's clearly possible. And so we just went to work on doing it, chipping away at the loans, you know, over the last five years 
the last one being like a $350,000 loan, which was my husband's loan from medical school. And, you know, we finished paying it in August. And so, like you said, Tony, and I was able to make that transition to coaching full time because our expenses were decreased so much. Like the minimum payment on that loan was like $3,500. So like that's $3,500 that we no longer need, right? On top of the extra money that we were already putting on the loans. So being able to pay everything off has given us so much flexibility. And it's exactly what we were working toward all this time. Granted, we didn't know that it would be a pandemic and you know that I would want to drop down to 50% at work and then leave ultimately, but we wanted to have that flexibility to be able to make decisions for our family without money being the major consideration. Yes. Yes. And, and bro, honestly, that was your story is the reason, one of the main reasons why I was like, I got to work with her because she paid off all of this. Like she has to show me what she did. <laughs> so, um, your story is definitely very similar to mine. Um, and so I was like, well, she can do it. I can. And so I saw myself in you and was like, I got to get with this lady because she's got what I need. So I'm so glad that you pointed that out because that is like a huge, big, accomplishment and again I'm over here celebrating with you and super excited for you because I know well, thank you. you well bro because if you did it I know I'm gonna be there with you too so that's why I'm like yes come on bro yes, exactly it's only a matter of time like you've got everything that you need to do it it's just a matter of executing yes definitely and I I'm really really surprised at like how much I was able to accomplish in that short amount of time with working with you but um how much really like you just shined a light on a lot of things that I really either wasn't paying attention to or didn't even know was there so um Ro, thank you. Thank you so much. I know I haven't said thank you enough, but thank you so much for all of what you did for me because yeah, you helped the girl out a lot. So, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> You're you. so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. But Ro, I don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to hit on because um, I know we kind of covered a lot and went over a lot of different things, but I'm gonna switch it over to you and see if there's anything else you wanted to touch on. I'd like to just underscore the importance of the mindset piece because it really all starts with your thoughts and believing that it's even possible for you to pay off your debt or save or whatever the monetary goal is that you have, like changing the way that you think about it from like, oh, I'll never be able to do this or it's too much or whatever to something that opens you up to possibility. Like, how could I do this? And start thinking that way. Once you are able to change your mindset, then everything else starts to fall in line. And I could not agree more with you, Ro. Um, so yes, definitely. If you're in a situation where you're like, either I have all this debt or I have these financial goals, I just don't even know how to get there. You definitely want to sync up with someone. And that's one thing I'm a true believer in is like not doing things on your own. Like it's so much easier and so much faster when you do it with someone. And Ro is someone you want to do um, this with when it comes to your finances and your financial goals. So definitely reach out to her. Um, she is amazing and I recommend her to everyone. <laughs> so definitely, definitely, um, utilize her and walk with her so that you can get to your goals a lot faster. Cause I know had Ro and I not worked together, one, I probably still would have those credit card debt. Like it would still be there. And two, 
it would, I wouldn't even be close to even putting a dink into um, my student loan debt too. So um, definitely, definitely reach out to Ro or someone who can walk with you to help you get to your goals because it's so much easier and faster when you do it with someone else. I completely agree. I think having, you know, a, an objective third party to help you see kind of limiting beliefs and see pitfalls, help to avoid maybe some of the mistakes that they've made, all of that is super helpful. I use coaches in my own life and have always found them super helpful. And some of those same emotions that you said, you know, come up for you when you were working for me or working with me, I've had the exact same thing with my coaches. So I completely understand. Yes. Well, thank you. I feel better because I was like, almost, I felt guilty afterwards. I was like, why are you getting mad at that lady? Like she's trying to help you. <laughs> so I feel better now. So thank you, Ro. You're welcome. <laughs> so Ro, if there is someone listening that is like, I want to meet this Ro. I want to learn more about her. I want to work with her, whatever the case is, where can we find you online so we can get more information about you and start working with you? Yeah, you can find me at my website, rothomas.com. That's R-H-O, thomas.com. I'm also on Instagram at I am Thomas. I'm on LinkedIn. And I have a podcast called Wealthy-esque, which you can find a link to on my website. Yes, and I will make sure to include all of those links in the show notes. So definitely make sure you go and grab those there. And bro, thank you. Thank you again for coming on and sharing all of this with us and um, just talking to me again, because I missed you, girl. So thank you. Absolutely. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you for having me back. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Tony Ann. If you're ready to have the transformation she did and make the kind of progress she made with your finances, Head over to rowthomas.com slash call, schedule your consultation, and let's talk about how we can work together. And if you're a mom, definitely check out Tony Ann's podcast, Real Happy Mom. She is so fun and relatable, as you could see, and she shares super helpful tips and strategies for navigating all areas of mom life. Come connect with me over on social media. I'm most often on Instagram at I am Thomas and LinkedIn. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show and leave a review, both of which help more people find it. And please share this episode with a friend or two who would find it helpful. As we close out, friend, I pray that you make this the year that you take control of your finances. I pray that you overcome any mindset blocks and other obstacles standing in the way of your goals. And as always, I pray that you continue to take steps to regain control of your time, build wealth, and live the life of freedom and choice you deserve. Talk to you later.